How's it going, Bill and Ted? Ted, it's us again. Hello and welcome, fellow film buffs. I'm Zach Droll, and I'm joined by my co-host and fellow cinephile, Hunter Venelirup. Most excellent. We are the box office losers. Each and every week, we deep dive into the movie sphere and watch and review any and all films to ever grace the silver screen. This week, we are talking about Bill and Ted's bogus journey. Bogus. <laughs> god damn it. Don't say god damn it. This is a good was... movie. It wasn't as good as the first one. Don't be like, this is the worst movie I'll ever watch on the show because we're definitely going to watch The Room and that's fucking trash. <laughs> but that, but but The Room is not as bad though. No, no, it is. I actually watched The Disaster Artist um, Wednesday just because I was like, oh, it's on Netflix. I'll check it out. Dude, I really love that movie. The movie's so good. Oh yeah, it's it's one of our it's it's one of my favorites. It's one of the movies that we saw as a group with people. Yeah, it's one of the cornerstones of our but, friendship. <laughs> but all right, um, Hunter. Now I I want you to read the overview that was definitely not ripped off from anywhere. It's everything that we all just think of and we all know. Yep, we so make just it read up, that overview. We for make us. it up with our smart brains. Oh, but also before we get into that, actually, um. We'd like to send our thoughts and prayers out to Chadwick Boseman's family. Um, at the time of recording, uh, it's been a couple of days since he's passed. We would have done something on the last episode, but that was recorded before the tragedy. Mm-hmm. So we were unable to give a proper uh, notification for all of our little listeners. Yes. But it is uh, very unfortunate. He was the he was one of the best actors in recent memory to ever grace fucking screens man like i don't know i I remember seeing him in 42 and in uh what's the fucking funk movie called up 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 something i don't fucking know well no jackie robinson's 42 what's the one where he played uh funkadelish funkadelish man up on that up on that i I think that's called up on that it was a super fucking phenomenal i remember watching it when a first came out back in oh god here we go 2011 14 i remember watching it It was good and then i watched message to the king or message from the king which is fantastic and of course black panther he was just like such a remarkable actor and it sucks that we had to lose him in such a fucking fucked up way fuck cancer man yeah like um uh Black Panther was the first movie I actually saw by myself in a theater. Nice. Cuz I um I w- we were hanging out at the mall with the group at uh round 1. I was like I'm just going to go I'm going to go see a movie. I'll be back. And I saw that movie. <laughs> I'm just going to go see Black Panther. See you guys later. Don't leave me. <laughs> it's fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, please don't leave. Um yeah, so uh, I, I, I thought in Paris do go out. It, it's very unfortunate. Like I, I, I do. Did they even film Black Panther two yet? Because I know that was in the works. They were. Uh, they I think they started filming maybe right before the pandemic hit, but it's very up in the air. It's also up in the air because I thought when I, if you listen to my podcast, Andrew's Amazing Podcast hashtag Shameless Plug, we talked about Chadwick Boseman on our most recent episode, and um, in that episode I say, oh. He probably told Marvel about his condition. Something came out the other day 
where apparently he did not tell Marvel about what was going on with his uh, colon cancer. So Marvel is uh, up in a tussle about what to do. Most people and most comic book readers are pointing towards um, the actress who played Shuri to become the new Black Panther because in the comic books, um, T'Challa either dies, goes up in space or joins the Avengers for a long period of time and he can't protect Wakanda. So he gives the... Um, he gives like one of the power necklaces to uh, Shuri so they could easily build a franchise off a female Black Panther. And I think just for cinema, that would just be a great stepping off point. But either either they do that and make Shuri the new main character or yeah. they just don't make any more Black Panther movies and make all their side characters um, in other franchises like Shuri could jump in on like Falcon and Winter Soldier or something because they cannot recast yeah. Chadwick Boseman. That would be fucked up. Like, I understand oh, recasting um, Rhodey after one he, movie. He definitely... Uh, Chadwick Boseman was in, like, four. You can't just recast a dude like that. Yeah, he... He, he was a pinnacle. Like, he actually, like, um... He, he, he was a major, like, big movement for... Uh, the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He, he definitely helped get a lot more... Oh, yeah, because his... The um, Black Panther was one of the most influential movies of, I want to say, 2018... And it won a bunch of awards. And uh, Brian or Ryan Coogler, uh, yeah, Ryan Coogler, he um, he pioneered that shit like from the ground up with Marvel. So I really hope that the uh, vision isn't too far obscured after what has happened. And I hope that Marvel doesn't go. Let's not, let's make it Michael B. Yeah. Jordan and be like Killmonger didn't die, because that would be fucking bonkers. And um, and also d down below, guys, in the description of the uh, of the video version i'll leave the link to the tribute that the marvel youtube channel did it's very good it's um it's but yeah uh let's now let's get into our more um not so serious topic let's let's joke about all right i will bill check out this overview so bill and ted's bogus journey is a 1991 american science fiction comedy film and the feature directorial debut of peter hewitt it is the second film in the Bill and Ted franchise, and then uh, it is the sequel to Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure from 1989. The budget for Bogus Journey was $20 million and... Okay, so that's what? why this movie was... So that's why this movie was rough. It, was it wasn't that bad. It was a bitch. debut. Um, okay. It had a budget of $20 million and had an overall uh, gross of $38 million. <laughs> so not a bomb, but not a success at the box office. Now you can complain, Zach. Um. Well, yeah, because like it, 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 I, I, hey, it was this man's directorial debut. It makes sense for. for well, me did to you say watch Dave Franco's directorial debut, The Rental? It was pretty good. I did not. Well, okay, because um, <laughs> times were different. People actually. People actually are, are a little bit more smarter now, and they just go like, "Hey, passion project. Hey, I, I want to make a sequel to a movie that was like, like amazing, but like, I, I'm gonna add a bunch of got the weird shit back. into it, like the they goddamn. Said. At stations. least they got the uh, the original writers back, so it, it still had a nice feel with um." what was going on yes. with, 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 like it, it felt like a bill and ted movie even if the direction was a little obscured 
but that's not anything too bad. Um, yes. Not a lot uh, of notes for this episode because last episode we covered a bunch of the casting and a bunch of the writing mishaps and production stuff. This is just, hey, look, we got it. It's a sequel. So we got a little bit of comic news and a tiny bit of the before Face the Music third film draft. I'll talk about the comic books and then, Zacky Boy, you can jump on to the, uh, the in 2010. All right. So to coincide yes. with the release of Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, Marvel Comics released a one-shot comic book adaption of the film, hiring Evan Dorkin to adapt the screenplay and pencil the art. I briefly talked about this in the last episode where DC had the first one and then Marvel got this one. And then Marvel launched the 12-issue series and then jumped into um, uh, the, the Boom Studios books, which I have the omnibus of and I forgot to post a picture of. But uh, no, I still have the week. Never mind. We're good. <laughs> so, uh, like Archie Goodwin's adap adaptation of the first Star Wars film uh, to comic, Dorkin worked from the original script, which included many deleted scenes such as The Fears from Hell, attempting to block Bill and Ted from the concert and an evil Bill and Ted killing e uh, an evil Bill and Ted killing Bill and Ted before they remind the Reaper that they are owed lives from beating him so many times. Death was portrayed uh, as an archetypal skeletal figure. So we got a, um, a different take on what death looked like in the comic book and then we also got um, the evil Bill and Ted robots were supposed to come back and uh, kill Bill and Ted again. Before uh, Death was able to bring them back. And then I don't know how that was going to continue because I haven't read it. But I'll probably look it up later. Yeah. Just to see like what happened with uh, that original scripting. So yeah, that was the comic book. That's one bit of note that we have. Mm. Zach, do you want to read the other bit of note that we have? Um, in 2010, Reeves indicated that... Um, yeah, those are right. So ones. Matheson and Solman... We're working on the script for the third film, confirming in April 2011 that a draft was completed. Winter said in March of 2012 that he and Reeves both liked the finished script, which revisited the two characters after changes of the past 20 years later. Despite the script being finished and satisfied by both parties, and I no think this is because uh, John Wick was about that's like at least, filming. Oh yeah, they had something that's back reassuring though. And we kind of got the original script here. Um, it's instead of twenty years later, yeah. it's thirty years later though. And then, um, but but the cool thing about that was, uh, from yeah. from what we know of the third movie, it is still basically going to be what he said, where it's the two characters revisiting each other and fixing stuff. But um, I think that it didn't ever get put into full power because uh, John Wick started filming around 2012, the first one. And then Keanu Reeves blew up. Uh, I said, I, I come with, with that, just like it, it's overall, it is a, a very like a, a good, a good thing to hear that both um, like uh, Alex and, and Keanu liked it. And it, it, it that, that they love the, yeah. the script. That's a very good thing. Because at least it, it doesn't go like, oh, hey, um, we just did this for the hell of it. And our actors don't know. Yeah, dick it, it's about good the when the actors are actually like drawn to Because like, uh, th that only shows. The, the writers and directors being like, this is so good. And then yeah. the actors get a hold of it and they're like, this is dog shit. <laughs> hey, man. Last Jedi. I was liked okay. Last Jedi. I'm not defending it. I'm saying it's okay. I, I said, I. I 
I, I thought it was okay we'll too, have, uh, but I think Star the, Wars, probably sure. around May, we'll have like the Star Wars marathon, so be prepared for that. Yes. So, on to our last yeah. bit of note, because uh, uh, not a lot, like uh, I said before. So, on uh, the review aggregator Rotten Tomatoes, 55% of 51 critics gave Bogus Journey a positive review, with an average rating of 5.95 out of 10. The website's critics' consensus reads, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey has the same stars and cheerfully wacky sense of humor as its predecessor, but they prove a far less effective combination the second time around. And I feel that, you know, second verse, same as the first, it doesn't always work as well as you think it's going to. Like, don't get me wrong, like, yeah. there can be upgrades. Uh, first Avenger, Winter Soldier, you know, huge improvement. Uh, Avengers 3, and then Avengers Infin uh, Avengers 3. Avengers Age of Ultron, sequel, Avengers Infinity War, fucking phenomenal. I didn't want to say the first one and then Age of Ultron, because not a lot of people agree with that. But there are upgrades to films that you can get, like Predator 1 and Predator 2, Die Hard yeah. 1 and Die Hard 2, but I wouldn't say upgrade, I would say adjacent goodness, if that makes sense. This unfortunately does not follow the same path as those other films. It is not terrible, but it is not as good as the originals, in my opinion. What is your opinion on that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I could agree. I think a, a lot of times uh, sequels aren't that good. <laughs> it's I kind of just drifted it off to my own head there um, for a moment. Medic. <laughs> yeah. uh, Metacritic no, assigned the film like, a weighted average score of 60 out of 100 based on 10 critics, indicating mixed or average reviews. Uh, audiences polled on CinemaScore gave the film an average grade of a B plus on an A plus to F scale. I would agree with that at B plus. I think it's a solid like seven. We'll get to my review later. I think like it's a solid seven. Yeah. It's got a lot of the same sense of humor that the original one had, but it definitely wasn't as exciting and as um, intriguing as the other one. Like don't get me wrong, I like the evil robots. I like deaths include uh, introduction, and I liked um, it being more about the music rather than more about time travel. But at the same time. I feel like it's just missing something. And I don't think it's the director. It definitely didn't help that they had to change directors, but I don't think it's the director's fault that this movie didn't hold up. Um, do you have any say on that? Listen, I, 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 I only point out, I, for me, I only point out my things because it, it is, um, like I, I make the joke saying it is his directorial debut. Like most of the times when it's someone's very first film, it's not going to be as spectacular as they would want it to be. And also, like, to definitely filling in shoes from what was, like, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, which was, like, it, like it's up there with a very, like, timeless film. Like, you can, well, can't say timeless. It has And then in this episode, in this film, they so do it twice. Today's time <laughs> escape. But... So, yeah, super fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um... But no, like overall, I, I see it as like it is um, it, it, a standpoint in which that um, it, it it's very hard to fill in shoes. Like hell, if they were to do, say like like I going back to our first episode, if they were to do another Breakfast Club, they would really have to like like study a, a John Hughes like John Hughes work to to capture that same. You need to get um, the same feel, feel but you need of, to have a different identity. Uh, and I feel of, like that's like this um, film didn't have a different identity. Uh, this film was like. 
let's be the same as the first one, but instead of time travel, they die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I will I so I I love Def's include Def is probably one of my favorite characters outside of outside of um George yeah. Carlin's character is uh, as Ruth uh, as Rufus. It, it's still, I I okay. I, oh, I that love was great. The scene of them you playing board my battleship. Amazing. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Yeah, five hundred seven. So good. They play fucking uh, Twister and they play. Um, oh, I wish they played Jenga, but they didn't. <laughs> I would have loved to see them play Jenga. They played um, Battleship, Clue, um, Twister. Yeah, they played one more. And but I don't. I, I really thought they were going to make him skateboard for some reason. <laughs> Imagine if this was in like today's t- timeline and they just had him play. Nah, they would make him play Fire Fortnite. <laughs> It would be Guitar Hero, it, then it would be Fortnite, have play Guitar and then Hero. it would be uh, Rock'em Sock'em. No, no, no I have not play Guitar Boxing Hero. Boxing. Yeah, 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 yeah just do the Flames on, on Expert. Have fun with that death. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, because you can play the bass. All right, but getting into our lovely plot... um. The music of Bill and Ted's band, Wild Stallion, has created a utopian future society in the year 2691. Former gym, former gym teacher turned terrorist. <laughs> I thought this was Chuck Norris no, for a second, but I had to reread it in my head. Uh, Chuck D. Loomis. Chuck D. Loomis attacks the Bill and Ted University and steals a time traveling and steals the time traveling phone booth. Instead, to alter the history of what is considered to be a foolish and and was that fever (laughs) frivolous society. Thank you. I am illiterate by sending evil robot replicas of Bill and Ted back to the late 20th century to prevent the original uh, the originals of uh, from winning the San Dimas Battle of the Bands. Rufus attempts to stop D. Loomis. By seemingly yeah, becoming lost. lost in this the opening seems really weird because at first I didn't think I was watching the same movie because <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck did I just click on?" I'm seeing people in ugly, weird '80s colored highlighter yeah. costumes made of like foam, and they're getting taught this class by Rufus. And then these terrorists all of a sudden just fucking show up with guns and hold everybody hostage. They steal the phone, send evil Bill and Ted back. It's just it's it's ridiculous. S- And might I have like an ongoing? Yeah, I don't know why the fuck they kept trying cats. to kill cats. But uh, yeah, that was a big thing in the movie. Dude, there's a cat right there. Let's kill it. <laughs> I, I I do like the, yeah, the callback of them landing in, in front of the in front of the Circle K. That's a good um, callback. But yeah, like I. Like I said, these movies don't age well. I, I'm I'm excited to see yeah. uh, face the music just yeah, to see. How I can't do. wait to watch that next week. It's gonna be fucking sick. So, um, several. I'm probably gonna watch it probably. Well, oh, by next uh, week, I'm gonna watch that tomorrow. Monday or something. Uh, 
Several years after their adventure through time, Wild Stallions is auditioning for an upcoming Battle of the Bands. Though Bill and Ted's current girlfriends uh, and former 15th century princesses Joanna and Elizabeth have become skilled musicians, Bill and Ted are still inept. Despite this, the organizer, Miss Wardrobe, Wardrobe? I was going to say Wardrobe. Miss Wardrobe assures them a slot in the contest as the final act. Following a party, Bill and Ted propose to Joanna and Elizabeth right as the evil robots arrive from the future. Um, we get this cool scene where they, uh, where Bill and Ted, not Bill and Ted, where Joanna and Elizabeth drive away, and then we get a phone call saying, "We never want to see you again. You suck." Then it's just evil Bill doing, you know, an impression, and then uh, the robots show up at the apartment complex that they now live in, and do the whole like, "All right." What number am I think? What number am I holding up behind my back? Three! And they do the whole thing. Oh, you are us! Awesome! But they're just being dickheads. And then, um... Uh, after luring the real Bill and Ted away to Venezuela rocks and killing them by throwing the other off the side of a cliff, the robots spit on them and begin working to ruin the duo's eventual fame along with their relationships with their fiancés by trying to have sex with them and it was uncomfortable. Um, yeah, uh, I, another thing I like to mention, like, so b before they went to the desert, they, they were watching, um, Star Trek and they had that and they had the same, yeah, they went to the same rocks, uh, formation of rocks, the, the, the same cliff Yeah. That, that, that they saw. That was, uh, mm. that, that, that's a nice touch. When I saw it, like, I was like, it, why are they showing that episode of Star like, Trek? And then they walk up the rocks and I'm like, oh, that's why they were showing it. That's funny. It, it, it's a nice little touches. All right, continuing on with the plot, Zachary. Yeah. Um, in the, in the afterlife, Bill and Ted's soul so are met good. by death. God, this character is amazing. Who says they may challenge him in a game? Which I doubt. Which I so doubt. Souls. How has no one ever beaten death? Nobody has and ever. And fucking slackers, not stoners, according to Keanu Reeves. New, like <laughs> illiterate musicians managed to beat death in games. I know they're beating him in stupid fucking children's board games, but I don't understand how nobody beat death until these two came along. I understand it's MacGuffin plot, Mary Sue bullshit, but like, come on, it was weird. Like, no one ever beats me, and they fucking... Ugh. Yeah. And they give... What is that from? Why do they call <laughs> they it a Melvin? They escape death by giving him a Melvin. I think it might have been from, like, an old TV show or movie back in the day where they have no clue. wedgie a kid named Melvin in a movie, and then that's where they got it from, but I don't know. Remember... Um, and they are unsuccessful oh, at a little... Hey, I'm totally Ted's dad. Ted's father. <laughs> this was a funny scene. <laughs> so, um... It seems I, I like, like how, it, like, but, They you know, escape death, but can't death teleport, Yeah, but though? maybe he doesn't know where they went, because he teleported no, to their bodies. So it makes sense, no sense. Where their bodies are. But he doesn't know where their spirits ran off to. So I guess that makes sense, in a way. Yeah. So, um, uh, Bill and Ted possess, well, Ted possesses his father, uh, Bill possesses the deputy, or, like, the sheriff, um, eventually, uh, cast down, and they eventually get cast down into hell at a seance held by, um, Missy, 
I, I was confused because like it, she was in it was so many different scenes at all times. And I think it's weird. In so many different It was confusing. Yeah. Um, tormented by Satan and forced to face their own fears, the duo realize that they can that their only escape is to take Death's offer, who appears and allows them to choose a game. Death is dismayed. Bill and Ted select modern games yeah. like Battleship, Clue, Electric Football, and Twister. That's what it was. Okay. Um, Death is beaten every time, so in the end, he reluctantly admits defeat yeah, this and is, places this is a fun little chunk of scenes where Bill we get to see some command. ghost shenanigans from Bill and Ted. And then we see um, can, um, why didn't a they... down blouse shot of Missy, because of course. And then... Um, Hey, and then we uh, get to see them go get cast down into hell. Hey, and then Satan's just this dude standing there, arms crossed, and he's like, "Fuck you!" And then he makes them face their fears in a um, Friday the Thirteenth style uh, like dungeon area. Yeah, boiler room kind of thing. Yeah, which was kind of cool. And then it, uh, the nightmares are them young boiler room and nightmare uh, kind of thing being tortured by so. Uh, being like Ted gets tortured because he eats chocolate that was meant for Deacon, even though Deacon's not in the movie. And then um, Bill gets tortured because Grandma wants kisses. She's got like she's gross. Where's she's Deacon? Gross. So okay, so can, can, can we talk about how? How, oh, um, <laughs> that was Alex real. Richard he did play his, his own. Like, he, he played. His, his I, I could not tell. I couldn't. That's funny. That, like. Yes. You, you, you can tell. So, um, I, if you look at his eyes and overall, like, and, and facial structure, you, you can definitely tell. Um, Al, I, I, I was going to make that a part of my rating, but I'm like, nah. <laughs> not going to do that. Ugh. All right. Continuing on. With the plot, realizing they need to locate <laughs> yep. the smartest person in the universe to help uh, them, now um, it's up to you robots now. to counter Demolus's, Denomalus's evil robots. Death escorts Bill into the heaven, where they mug um, some wise men, which are just look like farmers. <laughs> they get into heaven, fucking, fucking mug people, and then um, Death asks if he looks good and in the dress, guy. which was funny, and then. They uh, go up to heaven, explain to all their sins, and ask um, God for help. He gives them this weird little, like, platform, and he's directed to an alien duo named Station, who uh, readily agrees to help the group. On the eve of the Battle of the Bands, Bill and Ted return to the mortal world and race to the concert as Station constructs benevolent robot versions of themselves from supplies picked up at a hardware store. Elsewhere... Evil Bill and Ted abduct Joanna and Elizabeth, put them high above the stage at the Battle of the Bands, intending to drink the finale and fucking murder them. <laughs> We're gonna totally kill the babes! <laughs> it's fucked up, you know. Yeah. yeah. This scene was uh, pretty good, where we get to see Station yeah. and them going shopping, and then Station forms into one mega station. Babes. And then they build. Like, so. So you know what's weird about Station? Okay, so hear me out. That's, He's two that, that's another reason why they I, drop I down to Earth. He's two right there. Ready? 
Then when they're in the parking lot, they fuse into one station. But then when they're in the car, he's two stations again. Yes. <laughs> like they had a scene with Big yes. Station, and they just didn't use it. And then you think, oh man, Station Don't can turn into it. a giant. So he'll probably help them in the final fight. Nah, dude, the Stations just sit there and play the fucking bongos. No, no, remember, no, he, he, so station, like, so, so two stations. Yeah, but that's, one, that's not a plot point, though. That's not I like a, it's not like a thing. Say, hey, like, station, you fucking, got a nice he, ass. He still is, he's two robots making him in the fucking, and, whatever. <laughs> oh, but, um, he, you also forgot to mention, um, when they're <laughs> shopping, actually, uh, Death will pass the guy smoke and he goes, I'll see you real soon. Yeah, it, it's it that, that see yeah. how that's also it is very good coming from so like a cool 90s movie one. where really like yeah. no one really cared about anti-smoking right. campaigns. That's like a funny little thing and nice little nod. <clears throat> Bill and Ted are how just as the evil robots take the stage. How the benevolent the one thing I hate how defeat their evil <laughs> crown parts and Joanne and Elizabeth are low. <laughs> How? You know, I didn't pick. I didn't pick up that. Well, like clearly, their rock'em sucker robots just punched their heads off, and that was it. Remember, th these robots were made. Th these robots I were made remember, from pretty um, much PVC piping. I, I didn't realize that they were made to look like rock'em sucker robots. Destroyed. Now that you say that, it's fucking hilarious that they punched their heads off. Um, the counterparts. <laughs> Still stupid, but it's funny. Oh no, but they do look like Rock'em Sock'em robots. I I just said that as as a joke though, but yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Joanne and Elizabeth are lowered by it's station before their ropes break. Uh, the Loomis. I, I, I'm gonna keep on calling him D Loomis because fuck it. Uh, um, appears in a time booth prepared to kill Bill and Ted himself. Overriding the broadcast equipment to send live feed. Uh, uh, there. <laughs> nope, but it's okay because uh, it's from the future across the entire planet. That's not how things work. That's <laughs> Bill and Ted. This um deduce that uh deduce that they can go back in time following the encounter to arrange events for Delumis to be captured in the present. Through D. Loomis' attempts to do the same, Bill and Ted gain the upper hand by explaining that it is only the winners who can go back. After D. Loomis is distracted by death and arrested by Ted's father, that was um, weird. Ms. Bordeaux reveals herself to be disguised as Rufus, uh, yeah, who I'll urges them so, to play. But so not before this was kind of cool they that they go did a, like, back a little callback to, um, hey, we'll just set we'll stuff up in the time. future, we'll drop a cage. And then he's like, but I'll do the same. I have a key. And then he's like, yeah, but only the winners get to do that. So we set up the key, thinking you'd escape and then capture you again. And I'm like, I mean, I guess that, I guess the logic works. And it's funny that they just like beat this dude by being a, being a fucking prick. But um, mm -hmm. that was kind of cool. Yes. And then the whole reveal of, 
uh, Wardro as Rufus just comes out of fucking nowhere. She starts taking off her clothes, and I'm like, what the fuck is this movie about to turn into? And then it's revealed to be George Carlin. No, no, yeah, he's like, yeah, like, take it off, so, baby. And I'm like, so what is this going to turn into? He, he and then it's Rufus. And I'm like, saying, yeah, oh, so that's why, Rufus, uh, that's why they got into the Battle of the Bands. Because he goes, yeah, who else would let you into this contest? You guys suck. <laughs> oh. But um, it, it was just really weird how Rufus was like, oh, he didn't. Because the evil Bill and Ted robots like, oh, no, he didn't make it. He must have lost in the circuit of time. Yeah. He's like, no, apparently he didn't. Because he showed up like way before the evil robots did as a woman. And I was like, okay. I think uh, George Carlin was filming a movie uh, at the same time, so he wasn't able to really make a big appearance. So they yeah, used somehow. him where they could. Somehow. So, back to the plot. Acknowledging that they are still terrible musicians, Bill and Ted decide to use their time yeah. booth and immediately return to the auditorium with their families, which now include Little Bill and Little Ted, uh, after spending 16 months of intense guitar training along with a two-week honeymoon. By death... The stations and the good robots on stage, the Wild Stallions perform a stunning rock ballad as the worldwide broadcast sent by Denomalous continues, broadcasting their music across the globe and creating harmony. Following their win at the Battle of the Bands, Wild Stallions encounter many perks of fame that uh, help them fulfill their destinies and create their utopian society with their music, eventually taking their act to Mars. This is like fucking, it's, it's a cool little end credit thing where the credits start to roll and it's like, they do this, they do this, it's like, Death leave the band to do solo uh, album. Solo album sucks, Death rejoins Wild mm. Stallions. It was really cool to see that. And it was also, I found it funny that when they get to travel forward in time to do the, the two-week honeymoon, um, they named their kids after each other, which uh. I thought was fucking funny. I hope that comes into play in the next uh, film. I don't think they so, have daughters. But I also, think, like, this um, doesn't make you know they much do have daughters because uh, isn't Bill like in is three. Bill can technically be a girl's name with Billy, like Billy Ellish, and then uh, Ted is gonna be hard. Theodora, and they call her Ted. I don't know, dude. It's not really explained. They don't say but my son. Ted. They just say this is little Bill and this is little Ted. <laughs> they don't really explain the genders, so. Cause I thought the I thought the um I thought those like, girls I, I bring were that up um, because the princess is clear just, in you know in face different actresses. I don't know how well or how poorly it is very um, clear. Princesses age. I didn't know they were the, the children. So now that I know that, yeah, I don't know, man. We'll we'll fucking see. Oh no, they are. <laughs> Cause like, cause um, in one of the trailers, they go like, <laughs> our dads are like, I actually try to avoid all trailers just so I can go in blind. I've only seen and like, they the sound teaser like them too, but girl, I've seen the teaser trailer. Where oh like, oh man, man. It's like, be excellent. It's like that little montage, but I haven't seen anything else. That's why I didn't think they were. I, I watched the one trailer. Princess, it's just modernized. Anyway, that's still pretty cool. Hmm. Oh no! I cause I I watch, I I watched j just one trailer, and that was the only trailer I watched. Yeah, and that's all I do. And b besides the one that, that appear on TV, where, where um, yeah, actually, you, you you'll see when we watch. I'll, I'll explain it then. 
All right. Um. Now on to our ratings. I, I'm gonna get my rating first, cause. So so I so as um our followers on here, our very small followers know that we like to give <laughs> like ratings that involved the film. I'm giving this six nightmare fuel like stations out of ten. God, those are so fucking ah. Uh... <laughs> Crackhead Muppets. That's definitely a thing it, somewhere. It's, it's like watching a, a Muppet. Yeah, well, so like, what is your overall uh, feelings towards this film? Give me like a little review recap. Yeah. Uh, I hear I, Face I, the Music is actually really not, fucking good, good so I don't think 2 is going to well, be better than the film. It all, all depends. Will it be better than Face the Music? Who knows? Exactly. Because we are the ultimate reviewers. Our word is law. <laughs> hey, that's up for us to decide. Hey, man, you gotta start off slow. Slow and steady wins the yeah, race. Yeah, definitely. Two hour, four subscribers, and five listeners. Hell yeah. <laughs> and we'll get it. Yep, we, we definitely need that <laughs> one uh, gem to, to get us over. Who knows? Maybe Bill, maybe we'll be Bill and Ted 3. Yeah, I want to do a topical movie too, but um, we're going to do two in a row, so that'll be fun. That's why I, I moved everything. If you can find a good copy. I want us to get like, a topical wanna, movie. I like, uh, force it to do anything. Because then we'll just switch it up. Probably switch it up. Maybe the old version of it. Yes, the classic. Alright, yeah. now give um, your rating, Hunter. So, um, my rating is 7 Melvins to Death out of 10. I thought this movie wasn't as good as the original, I'll, I'll but it still had its own inside. merits. It's got a fun story with fun new characters that are yeah, added to the mythos. Uh, we got um more, not that much personality added to the princesses, but much more than we originally had. And it's cool to see how they're adapting to, you know, quote unquote, current day back in 1991. And um, Bill and Ted's relationship hasn't really changed much. They're still best friends. They're still stupid idiots. But they get the job done with their uh, pure of hearts and fucking uh, stoner wits, even though they're not stoners. Yeah. No matter how stonerish their apartment looks. Um, the robots were kind of funny. I liked how they kept like pulling up their shirts and revealing their abs and then ripping their chests open. <laughs> hey man, be, it's be a one You gotta do what they, you gotta do. They have an apartment. But, you know, they have an apartment, but yet they but, um, share a room really, with like each said, other. It was really cool to see, like, the introduction of Death and how he plays a role in this and how he's going to play a role in the comic book. That's a and big one-bedroom. New movie, and I don't know, it breath of fresh air into the franchise with new characters speaking. Uh, I wouldn't say it's breath of fresh air writing-wise or direction-wise, but seeing the characters flourish in uh, the already pre-established world was kind of cool. It sucks that we lost a lot of the side characters that made the other movie fun, like all the time-traveling people. I think that's what made the movie really stand out, because we got, like, the Napoleon scenes, we get the scenes with uh, so Socrates and um, Billy the Kid interacting with a bunch of people in the mall. In this movie, we just get death be awkward in front of everybody in heaven. Yes. Like, that's cool, I guess. And we really had no, like... I mean, to be fair, the budget is a lot smaller than the original. I think it's, like, cut in half from the original one. Don't quote me on that. But um, 
So they had like less actors to work with and they had less um stuff to deal with. So he you know, apologizes to God. <laughs> but uh, you know, I definitely like this film, so Yes, I think so. Oh yeah, dude! I kept, I kept seeing. Hey, at least, um, if you think about it, like, um, the the overall, like, uh, I think, like, the stunt doubles for Bill and Ted got a lot of screen time. Because I, I yeah, th- when they were all together. Oh yeah, you, you like, can see Keanu's they, face they, looking they got very a lot of screen different. Time because whenever yeah. they, they did the faraway shots of uh, of evil yeah, bill and ted like, and, like, that's and, not keanu and good bill and ted keanu's got a pointy you, you face you definitely tell it was the stunt doubles I, uh, at least they they, they got the, they have a lot yeah, of no, time it's, it's exciting for those guys oh yeah him looking yeah. like very round versus his chiseled physique hey you opened it it's good for them that, that's how the rules work at least they kind of get more stuff to do so yeah Alright, now time to bring this on home. I'm going to do our outro because uh, I, I, I like doing the intros and outros. <clears throat> Thank you guys for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at Box Office Losers and Twitter at Box Losers. We're still trying to work on that. Will we get it fixed? Probably not. Um, don't forget to li- don't forget to subscribe, leave a review on wherever we are because we are all over the, the podcast scene nowadays. Thanks to Anchor. Um, you can follow me personally on Twitter at Dark Shadows I'm also a contributor for the Sports Hit List. Yeah, so you can follow Shameless me on Instagram, them. Twitter they at Scruffy me a Man, and you can also that, follow my podcast, Andrew Podcast, which I shamelessly plug prior. Now, Hunter, give your um, shameless plug podcast on everything Instagram. that you do because you do. And then I have a, a PlayStation podcast that comes out every Tuesday called Pound That Button. It is hosted by people who play PlayStation. Me, and my, me, and my two buddies. So uh, definitely check that out. This week is we're covering games as a service and talking about uh, I'm going to be talking about Avengers on the this week's episode. So uh, be on the lookout for that uh, next week for this show. We are going to be covering Bill and Ted face the music. If you couldn't figure that one out. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yep. Zach, bring us on home with the most excellent riff. <laughs> There'll be um uh <laughs> cue the proper guitar riff. Also um I'm gonna be doing some gameplay on the From Another Ring podcast stuff, so follow me there because that'll be down below as well. Oh, that's gonna be sick. Cool. Because I have OBS and everything. All right, so guys. Yeah. All right, guys, all right, guys. Thank peace. you all for listening. Yeah. We do really appreciate it. And um, be excellent to each other. Uh, always party on. Yeah. Catch you later, cop dudes! Oh yeah, catch you later.